That's classic. We bring you great laughs and a unique behind-the-scenes look at classic television shows and movies. I'm John Cato. I'm an actor, voiceover artist, and also bring you an amazing insight as a moderator with over 20 years' experience in the television industry. Okay, here we go. Okay, so this is That's Classic. It's a a fun behind-the-scenes look at television shows and movies. Um, The... uh, my name, Thea. My name is. You'll never guess who my guest host is. Anyway, um, my name is John Cato. I'm an actor. If you heard the last show, the pork chops were delicious. <laughs> yeah, right. right. And they might have had seasoning. I don't know. Anyway, let's keep it going. Um, but uh, I'm also a moderator for most of the television networks and streaming services. My guest host coming back is uh, Bob Bergen, uh, dear hey. friend. He's known as the worldwide, I like to throw that in, as the voice of Porky Pig and uh, so many other animation uh, characters. And he's also a governor for the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. By the way, we don't call it that anymore. Oh, geez. Come on. I'm in the intro. We call it we call it the Television Academy. Okay. So he's a governor for the performers group for the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a great burn? So it's just okay, just the Television Academy. The official name is the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, but we've rebranded the Television Academy. Okay. All right. Always a segue somewhere. Okay. And then he also was the uh, host of Kids Je- Jeopardy, also known as JEP, which I just found out, by the way. Um, I know. I so, know. That's okay. And <laughs> that was kind of a good one. So today we're actually going to talk about The Monsters, uh, another show that we both uh, I have kind of a special place for and uh, we've always we've always loved so um anyway segueing off the last show we did yes bob actually yes. in the munster's house T- tell me about it well the first time i was at the munster's house um i was at i was in high school um and a friend of my a friend of mine uh from high school his father was in publicity at universal and he would just let us on the lot and we would roam around wow what a and- dream and so, so this was at a time when the street that the Munster's house is on, which is called Colonial Street, which people will recognize it today from Wisteria Lane from uh, Desperate Housewives. But yeah, back, sure. back, back then, it was at a different part of the lot. It was on a part of the lot where Amblin Entertainment is right now, wow. uh, Steven Spielberg's production company. But we were wandering around, you know, just running around uh, the, the uh, Colonial Street, which leads to... Court, courthouse Square, which was the set from Back to the Future. Okay, so oh, I, I, I see, I see this, this, this police car pulling up, and I'm thinking, ooh, they're shooting a police TV show. And these, and these two police-looking dudes come get out, and I'm like, oh shit, are we? In, are we? Can I swear on your show? I just, I just swore on your show. Well, I think it's okay on that. It's okay, okay on that. In general, like, we are like, a clean show, Bob. Okay, but this Go is on. only episode, this is only episode two. Great. <laughs> Wait for episode five. The other words will come out of my head. Um, it's just so, become episode two. <laughs> okay, so so I'm I'm like, oh my, are we in the shot? I, I don't I don't see cameras anywhere, and I go running into the Munster's house because I wanted to get out of their shot, and they come following me into the Munster's house. They're actual studio security guards, wondering what we're doing running around the Munster's house. Oh. Funny. Wow. And I said, we have permission from his father. Actually, I don't even know if my friend Stu was, was with me at that time. He may have been at, 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 at New York Street. I don't know. So, yeah. um, and I gave the name of the executive who let us in the back lot. And I guess he wasn't supposed to do that. So, um, 
So we went back to his office and I left with uh, a stack of t-shirts, including uh, Animal House and Xanadu. So oh, okay. <laughs> what a wonderful, was, what a wonderful range there. So that was the first time I was in the house. And then the next time was when I was, a, when I was training to be a tour guide at Universal and they had moved Colonial Street to where it is today. And the Munsters house has maybe 50 to 75% less front yard. And I went inside every house. Uh, but uh, oh God! What, what, it wasn't when you were there the first time. Then was the house kind of like what the rest of us know what it looked like, kind of with like kind of a, a darker exterior and kind of no, greenish, no. It was painted for whatever the last thing they shot there was. So even uh, then, like, wow, yeah, even then. Um, and while I was a tour guide, they had done a TV show called The Munsters Today. Yeah, which yeah. was produced by. Sherwood Schwartz. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Tie in back to Brady Bunch because, first episode again. Because that's classic. You know, that's classic. <laughs> that's classic. <laughs> yeah. That yes, really that, is wild. It is. And they didn't use the backlot house for that. They built a model. Wow. Because the backlot house had moved to a different location and it looked so different. The big fence was, was not there. The, the, the ugly tree wasn't there. So they yeah. just built a model and used a miniature for the house for that, for that sitcom. Oh, wow. That is wild. You know, I'll tell you something that um, when I was a kid, I mean, I grew up in Milwaukee and then we came out here for this like three week California trip. So yeah. I, I don't know, I'm going to wildly guess how old I was, but I probably was in that like 10 year old range or somewhere around there. And um, my uh, parents took us to, to the Universal Studios for the tour. Right. And at that time they had the uh, coffin, grandpa's coffin car. Oh yeah, on display. Yeah, and I'll never forget that was one of my favorite parts. I mean, not that I don't love the Universal Studios tour, I do, but seeing that car in person was just like just amazing. I mean, it actually looked like it could really, you know, work. Like it was like it did. It was a real car. Oh, it actually did. Did motorized car? Yeah. In fact, when I was a tour guide, uh, they had a big warehouse where they stored. They're called picture cars, and a picture car is a car that's used for uh for movies and tv shows and they had a big warehouse with all these universal picture cars they had jack benny's maxwell from the jack benny show but they had they had the munsters cars in there and i would get one the 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 one that's really well known yeah 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 yeah. and they had grandpas they had they had the the big one where where they were sitting on the top i think yes uh, oh yeah they were sitting on the top and yeah i would get inside the cars because they were no way no way yeah you were in the munsters car I was in the. I was in one of them. I don't remember. I think I was. I was not in Grandpa's coffin when I was in the other one. Oh, that's so freaking cool! I, I was it. in. I was in the car. The uh, the Smokey and the Bandit car because that was oh, in yeah. there too. Yeah. Oh my God! I love that. You know the the big one, the famous one from the Munsters. I remember they said that. Um, I'd read this that the guy that created. I can't remember his name, but. He used three different model T's yeah. to create that car. And I had to laugh because they were like, and it was at a cost of over $20,000. Like, like, wow. You know, that yeah. was that was huge money then. He also and did the Batmobile. That's Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I think his show, he passed away a few years ago, but his showroom is still on Riverside near like Kawanga. Oh, and you can look in there and see all these cool cars. Yeah, I think I, I think his company still exists. I think I know where you're talking about. I think I know that building. I never knew that's what that was. Oh, is yeah. that cool? Jesus. So did you, okay, 
I mean, I mean, I'm sure everybody know, knows this, but still, did you go up and actually like, you know, open the door then at the moment <gasps> the police did, but did you actually get to? Yeah. And so there are different kinds of sets in, on the back lot. So some of the sets will have, they're, 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 they're practical. Uh, they're called an interior exterior where it's the actual house, but inside they could shoot the actual show. Huh. Not so much, not, I wasn't expecting to see, of course, that giant staircase. No, <laughs> right. not just an empty shell, uh, just an empty shell. Now what they might do if they're shooting exterior is just build the front entrance. If they do have to do a camera shot peeking in the front door, yeah. they did that a lot for the Leave it to Beaver house, which was directly across the street from the Munster's house. Oh, how funny. Talk about two totally different shows. Oh my, produced by the same producers. Oh, no way. As Leave yeah. it, Now that I did not know. The, the same two executive producers and writers did both Leave it to Beaver and the Munsters. Oh, wow. That's wild. Um, let's talk a little bit about the cast. Now, I've read a couple of things that I have found really fun. Um, yes. One is that, uh, well, two things. One, I re you know, they did the pilot and um, the guy, the kid that played um, Eddie, his name was actually Happy Dermot. Yes. Okay, Very good. It was so funny. Happy. I love that. But the other little fact that I did not know about, I had only read this recently, is that Billy Mumy from yeah. uh, Lost in Space, he actually uh, tried out for or was offered the role of Eddie. From what I understand, and I heard this, I think it might have been on Gilbert's podcast. He said that he, he had a choice between, it, and it doesn't make sense because I think the, the Munsters was way before Lost in Space. So maybe it wasn't, I don't know. I think he had a choice between the two and he chose oh. the space one. Wow. I mean, what are the chances? I, although I guess in his case, that might've been a better call, but, um, but I don't know. I mean, either way, hi, it's a win-win, you know, no matter I think, what. Honest to God, when I was a kid, I think I would rather have outer space adventures than, yeah. than you know, M Munster adventures. But looking back, I'd be like, either one's fine with me. Oh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, maybe from a makeup standpoint, uh, he didn't have to put on as much makeup as uh, Butch Patrick did, but still, right. you know. I, I got. I got another. I, go ahead. Is, is, happy, is happy still with us? Is happy happy? You know, that's funny to say that. I I don't know. That's a good one. I'd love to look that up. That's a really good one. All right, hang on for a second, because we have to do this with every one of your shows. Alexa, turn on Bob's office fan. Alexa's not happy. Alexa, <laughs> turn on Bob's office fan. Okay. Thank you, bitch. Sometimes I have to, I I'm trying to keep the show clean. I've got to take her. I've got to take her out and beat her up every once in a while. I'm she telling doesn't, you, doesn't behave. I have another. Oh, happy. Is that, is oh that yeah, happy. Is he, is he now? Is he now just sort of like you know melancholy? I mean, I'm, I know. I'm, well, you got to admit, happy. I mean, just just that alone, I would. I'd like. I got to go back and see that on the screen. Happy Derman as as Eddie Munster. I mean, it's just something funny about the fact that his name's Happy. You know, right? Um, and there was a different Lily, wasn't there? Oh, that is true. There was. There was a different Lily. I can't remember her name, though. And the, the, pilot, the pilot was in color. Yeah, which is really bizarre. They did black and white, though, from a cost standpoint, wasn't it? Rather than just a look? I don't know. I do. I, 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 saw, I met Butch Patrick at an at a, a autograph show oh, did years you? and years and years ago. Yeah, a really sweet guy, really nice guy. And he said that they did the makeup the same color they did for the pilot, like there was a movie called Munster Go Home after yeah. they did the series, same yeah. colored makeup. But for some reason, they, 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 they went green on the makeup, they shot it in black and white. Maybe it was just because that's how it showed up. Oh, how interesting. I've yeah. actually enjoyed all of, all of the uh, 
the movies, the, you know, anything they've done with it, I, I, I've actually still found it pretty fun, as long as it was still the original cast. You know, did you was, ever, they, they did some TV movies for Fox years ago with the Munsters. Yeah. It was a whole, whole different cast. Yeah. But there's a scene where whoever's playing Herman, um, he was okay, but he was doing an impression of, of, of Fred Gwynn. Uh, he's waiting, he's dressed up like a, like a waitress and he's waiting on customers at a restaurant and yeah. it's, and it's Avanda Carlo, it's, uh, yes. it's Patrick. Yes, and I it, saw and that. It's, and it's uh, uh, Al Lewis. Yes. I did see that. I did see that. That was cool. That was that very was cool. cool. Was that, um, oh God, the guy that played Herman Munster, was that Edward Herman? You're the, absolutely right. Yeah. Oh my God. Very good. Yeah. And then, by the way, they did a really bad, uh, like, like Munster something. <laughs> they did like a, a dramatic Munsters uh, for a pilot for NBC where Jerry O'Connell played <laughs> Herman. What? Without without any makeup, and they lived like in Sausalito. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, what? look it up. It was it was I think it was called Thirteen Thirteen Mockingbird Lane or just Mockingbird Lane. It was just unnecessary. And I'm a huge Jerry O'Connell fan. Yeah, I like him too. Stand by me. He's me a great too. actor. I, I used to see him at the gym working out when we didn't have uh, 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 viruses killing people. Yep. But but I'm like I, I've always wanted to say to him. Why? Yeah. Why? No, no bolts, no green, no scar, nothing. Just why? And, and maybe, maybe he just did it because he also was a fan. I mean, who, who knows? Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. You never know. I, another good one, Al Lewis. I always thought this was so funny. Al Lewis, who of course played grandpa. Yeah. He originally had a prosthetic nose and they had to get rid of the nose because he kept dipping it into his coffee when he went to the drink. <laughs> like Lucy, that's fun. Yeah. So, wait, so, so, so early on, are there episodes where he's got a prosthetic nose and then all of a sudden it goes away? This is what I've heard. I don't okay. I, I, I need to go back and I need to watch it. But I, I don't know if they kept it in or not for the first couple, but literally they had to get rid of it. Yeah. I just saw, for some bizarre it. reason on Facebook, I think, uh, a picture in the, the, the Universal Commissary of Al Lewis... And, and Fred Wynn dressed like their characters sitting next to Charlotte Ray having lunch. <laughs> <laughs> sitting next to Charlotte Ray. But, the, but well, because Charlotte Ray and, and, and Al Lewis had done a show. Oh, the, all three of them had done Car 54. Where are you? I didn't know Charlotte Ray was on Car 54. She played Al Lewis's wife, I think. Oh my gosh, I'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah. I think, okay. but it was really an odd picture. There's these two guys dressed up like monsters and then Charlotte Ray looking very conservative with cup of coffee. Oh my God. Do you still have that? Do you still have, do you, do you have access to that photo? I don't, it's somewhere on, on, on Facebook. Cause I'm like you, I'm yeah. a member of every like old Hollywood Facebook page right. and nostalgia. Right. So I just was scrolling one day and there it was. Oh, I got it. I got to check. I love those moments. I love checking that out. The other one that's wild about the monsters is, um, the, the daughter who, oh my God, I, I can think of the actress. Which one? Well, yeah, I know exactly. Pat Priest, of course, is the, the one that comes into my brain right away. But what was, what, what, what was the daughter's name again? I just blanked. Marilyn. Marilyn, of course, of course. So Pat Priest, I know, took over. But the first one, which is crazy when you think of like how much notoriety the show has gotten, whoever the first actress was, she left because she was crying constantly on the set because she missed her boyfriend back in, uh, I think it was her boyfriend, I don't even think it was her husband at the time, back in New York. 
No kidding. I think her name was Beverly Owens. I yeah, think. I think you are correct. I think you're right. That's it. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, really, it's really funny because that was before the big Darren on Bewitched switch. Yeah, right. Okay. So right. I'm wondering if the Bewitched producers were like, okay, Darren's going to be leaving. We got to get a new Darren. So let's just do a Marilyn Munster. Right. I wonder if that was, if, if before it was called, it was called a Darren Stevens, if it was called a Marilyn Munster. I honestly think you are right, though, because that's exactly how this business would work. They'd look and go, hey, it worked over there. Let's try it. Let's try it. Why here. not? Why not? There we go. Good. Another little piece of trivia. I always yes. got a kick out of this. Pat Priest's father. Do you know who he was at the time? Um, I don't know, but could he have possibly been a priest? No, now that would have been really wild. Um, no, he was treasurer of the United States. Get out of here. No, I swear to God, that is true. Isn't that, that I mean, is funny. what a weird tie-in, you know? Wouldn't it be, so, so when she was a teenager and said, dad, can I have a couple of bucks to go out with some friends? Yeah, let me just print you up some stuff here. That's no, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, what, he, actually what, I think he, the term was, what denomination do you want? That's right. I'm pretty sure that's what he so said. Wait, so, so, so you, you've never seen the Mockingbird Lane dra dramatic-ish sort of our dramedy. No, I'm, 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 I'm definitely going to look that up on YouTube. Did you know, there, do, do you remember when we were kids, there was a thing called the Saturday Superstar Movies on ABC? Yes. Where they took old TV shows and made cartoons out of them? Yeah, that's been, yeah. I vaguely remember that because I was- They did a, a, they did a monster- they did a Munster one. I don't remember it. I do remember seeing it, but they did do a Munster one. Oh, that actually might be fun. But I think that's where the Brady kids came from. That we're, I'm sorry. I'm going back to your old Oh, it's podcast. okay. I don't mind. We're going we to overlap on this. We didn't, we didn't talk about the Brady, the Brady <laughs> kids cartoon show, which was the most god-awful thing, psychedelic. They've got talking birds and pandas, but no no mom, dad, or maid. But original voices, though. Of, with uh, the, I, yeah. With the, with the exception that for some reason – Greg, they got a different actor for Greg for a few episodes. Oh, that is weird. That is a yeah. really bizarre one. And I asked Barry about that, and he goes, I don't know, it was a cartoon. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right, I, but, but I, anyway, back to the Munsters. Yes, I got a, another good one for you. Um, and by the way, you can always throw in anything you want, as you know, with this show. But the one thing that I thought was interesting, too, is, you know, at that time, they realized because of merchandising, I mean, there were, there were Munsters lunchboxes, there were... I think there were even uh, action figures. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. they constantly on the weekends wanted uh, Universal. Um, it was Universal, yeah. Mm -hmm. They wanted to um, have them out there promoting the show. So on sure. weekends, the cast was constantly out on the road, basically promoting the show. However, the one cast member that was not, and he loved it, was Fred Gwynn because it took so long. I believe it was four hours of makeup and and at you know, he would lose like 10 pounds in a month yeah. uh, from the, from it, that he was, as part of his contract, he did not have to go out to promote the show. So wow. there's only one instance where he actually is out there to promote the show and, uh, and went through the full makeup with uh, Al Lewis at his side in full makeup. That was for the Macy's um, Thanksgiving parade? Day parade. No yeah. kidding. And they're in the Munsters cart. That's a good one to look up on YouTube. It's a short little bit. But they're actually in the Munsters car waving to the fans. But otherwise, he was thrilled because he, on the weekends, he had all, you know, his own personal time. The rest of the cast was miserable, they said, because they were constantly out doing, you know, like Butch Patrick or, or any of them, mm -hmm. out doing autograph sessions or opening also, a mall. It was Thanksgiving parade. It must have been cooler under all that makeup. So that was probably more comfortable for him. Yeah. 
Exactly. Now, I also, when I was a tour guide at Universal, I heard a story, but I can't remember if it's Boris Karloff's Frankenstein or Herman Munster, that it was so hot in that headpiece that he would build up so much sweat and it was all just kind of stuck on with spirit gum, but he would shake his head and you could hear like a water balloon shaking because there was so much sweat built up. But I don't remember if that was Fred Gwynn or Boris Karloff. Oh, either way, that is quite an image in my head right now. And can oh you imagine God. they would take that off and just all that sweat would oh, pour no. off? No, that, that is gross. No, it sounds like, it, you know, first of all, I thought Fred Gwynn was an amazing actor. I mean, I liked him even in, in anything that he did even afterwards in Car 54. But when he did The Munsters, the, he gave um, Herman such heart, mm -hmm. you know. And, and if you think about having all that makeup on and all that, I, I can't remember even the clothes and everything. It was so much weight. And he and the big shoes. He had right. these giant platform shoes because I understand that Al Lewis was well over six feet and he looked like he was a little bitty guy next to Herman because Herman, his, his, his costume and his shoes were so high. It, it just, this justification looked so cool. It, Herman looked like, uh, uh, Grandpa looked like a little bitty guy. He wasn't. Oh my he was God, that, that's classic. I always thought that- That, that is Al classic. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Good point. Um, but I, I always thought that Al was like, I don't know. I just always assumed he was like, I don't know, 5'8", somewhere around there. He always looked it. I, I want to do a little research, but I want to say he was like 6'2", 6'3". He was a big guy. Okay, I got to check that out. You know, Yvonne DiCarlo, by the way, who, by the way, she was a very, you know, sexy uh, actress uh, from, you know, the I think the 40s, right around there. There's a million yeah. stories about her, by the way. But um, she... <laughs> <laughs> Some really interesting ones. We talked uh, about those stories off the air, but that'll, yes, that'll yes. be, um, uh, that's classic, the, uh, the, the Adult Swim version. Yes, I agree. I agree. To anyone listening, uh, go read the Robert Wagner biography, or not biography, yeah. but his first book on Hollywood. You'll love the Yvonne DiCarlo section. But um, she came to the set, and they were actually intimidated, uh, Al Lewis and Fred Gwynn. Uh, she was a movie star? Yeah, because she was, that's exactly right. She was a movie star. Yeah. And they were like, I don't know if we can handle this, you know, having her on the set. And um, you know what? She was such a good comedic actress. Oh, God. Great. Yeah, I, I agree. And going back to Fred Wynn, the early, early episodes, he hadn't really developed that lovable, goofy hermit. He played him more straight. Mm -hmm. uh, very close to the character he played in Car 54. And about halfway through the first season, they adjusted his, his makeup a little bit. It wasn't quite as bony. They got, he got more of a rounded look. He got that, uh, that, that, yeah, that right, that, right, right, right. That, great, great on the laugh, by the way. He, by the way, what's your favorite Munster's episode? Oh God, that's, that's tough. Oh man. I do, I do have one. I okay, you tell me yours. Years. I'll try and think of mine. Go ahead. My favorite Munster's episode is the one where Herman thinks that Lily is pregnant. And, that. and 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 Eddie invites a, a a buddy over to play, and he's got a little Frankenstein wind up toy. And Herman and Grandpa, Lily hasn't spilled the beans, but they're like, well, "What's she going to tell us? What's she going to tell us?" And they see this little wind up Frankenstein toy come walking in, and Herman's like, "That's my boy!" And oh my like, God, I remember this one so like, well. That's a great one. This happened so so quickly. And, he, and Herman picks up the toy and he goes under the chin. He goes, get you, get you, go. And the head pops off <laughs> and on a spring. And Herman puts it back on. He's like, you know, that used to happen to me when I was his age. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know why that particular episode I find to be the funniest they ever did. You know, that is hysterical. I love that episode. I totally forgot about that. 
you know. And then, and then the Eddie and the kid come in and take the toy back, and Herman's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Brother, be careful. How badly, I mean, really, I mean, when you think back of, like, something you'd love from the show, I mean, wouldn't that be cool to own that? Oh, my God. It. it probably was just a wind-up Frankenstein toy. They probably got it the tour. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. By the way, I, when I was a kid, yeah. when, the show was, when the show was on, because um, I'm old, uh, I had a Herman Munster puppet, hand puppet. that had a little string, and Fred Gwynn would talk. Oh, God. And, and when we moved from, from St. Louis to Cincinnati, my mom got rid of my Flintstone blocks from the Flintstones, my Herman oh. Munster, my, my Batman mask from the Batman series. Oh, this is all great my, stuff. My Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car. My mom got rid of stuff that right now I could probably retire in Malibu. Oh my God, seriously, for that kind of stuff? Oh my God, I, I would love it. I can't think of my favorite episode, but for some reason, one that comes into my brain is Herman goes for, God, I think he, it's like he goes for a job or something like that. And he, I just picture him in the, he's he's up in this apartment building and they, I know what it is. No, it's not a, I think they bring him in and they act like it's a job, but it's actually an insurance scam. Yeah. And they're, they're, trying, they're trying to like kill him more or less. And they're like, okay, I know what it is. They act like they're part of a movie group and they want him to be like a movie star, but really it's an insurance scam and they're just trying to like kill him in essence. But it's, it's like impossible. But, he's, like, but, but, he, but you can't kill Frankenstein. So exactly. yeah, he's, yeah. So they're like, okay, now we want you to run through this wall. And he does it, you know, like he actually takes the whole wall out. They're like, okay, now jump out. What happens is the guy that's trying to set him up just keeps getting hurt worse and worse throughout the episode. So finally he's arrested at the end, but the little, the little things that, you know, um, Herman goes through and the fact that he's completely oblivious to the fact that they're trying to do it to him. I, I love that. I love, I love his innocence in the show. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I think that's like, it was, a, it was a naivete that was so charming. Yeah. And he just did, he didn't understand why, why Marilyn's boyfriends were scared of him. Right. She, she thought it was because she was so hideous. <laughs> I know. I know. And he did too. He and Lillian, they're there, dear. They're there. It's okay. Right, right. That was the. It was the. It was the best take on the show. I. I wonder if Butch Patrick. You, you only. You did meet him, but I wonder. I look back and I think that had to be fun as a kid to be on that show. Just. Fun. I would. I would. I would think so. Uh, right after he did that, like, like a few years after he did that, he did a show called Lidsville. Oh wow! I didn't know. Which I was didn't... a Sid and Marty Croft show. It was sort of like puffing stuff with hats. Was it on Saturday, Saturday morning? Yeah, it was on ABC Saturday morning. And my friend Billy Hayes, who was Witchy Poo on, 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 uh, on Puff and Stuff, played Weenie the Genie. Oh, my gosh. And lived, and lived in his ring. In his ring. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Was that, was that on for, like, you, you say, like, Probably right? one season on oh ABC. And Charles Nelson Riley played the, the villain. Was Charles uh, Nelson Riley ever on The Monsters? I want to say yes. I know that I know that Paul Lind was, and it's kind of hard. Sometimes they seem like they're the same person. I, yeah, but I, I, agree. I just I just remember Paul Lind, Mr. Monster. I just remember Paul Lind being on the Munsters. I don't know why that. The, I know Harvey Corman was. Damn, oh, I remember bigger. Harvey Corman. I think I think Don Rickles was. Yeah, I think you're right on that. I do. I can. It's so funny as you're bringing them up. I can like picture these brief moments of them. Yeah. on the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many? You know, you know, it's so funny about the Munsters. If you think about the show often they, they would reuse the same formula on an episode. Like you said, Marilyn, you know, having different dates show up and be petrified, you know? Um, oh, yeah. 
you know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's so funny. They would reuse it, but I would fall for it every time. I would be right in there. Do you remember the episode where Herman gets a tape recorder and sings a song and it becomes a hit record? No, no. He's, he's singing like, <laughs> my, my toe bone's connected to my leg bone. Oh, and, 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 and it becomes a, a hit record. Well, they did the same format on the Flintstones. And I, about the same time, and I was I remember being a kid channel surfing, and I'm channel surfing, and Fred did the same thing, and it became a hit record. I'm like, well, wait a minute, this is better writers. We need right. better writers, people. Right. Who's what are you doing? You know, the other thing that I always remember when I think of the Munsters is when he would be going, darn, 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 darn. darn. Yeah. yeah, and he would hit and he would all the speed and everything would shake. Yeah, and the dust would go everywhere. I mean, mm -hmm. it's so funny. I just, I, I love that stuff. They, I, I have the DVD set, which, oh my God, is that an ancient thought of DVDs? But anyway, um, they did such a good job. Like just the, you know, like the, the color of the box and the, 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 you get the feeling of the show. I, I, I don't know. There's, there's something about the Munsters that sets it apart from like, you know, sure, Adam's family is in there as well. And that, believe See, me. See, it's that. sort of like, it's sort of like that whole uh, uh, Ginger Marianne thing. I was not a big Adam's family fan. Right, I wasn't as big a fan of Adam's Family either. It just didn't tickle my funny bone the way the Munsters did. Right, right. I feel, you know, I feel like the difference with um, the Munsters and Adam's Family was the Munsters was, was much more innocent. I think the relationship with Fred Gwynn and um, Yvonne DiCarlo, uh, you, you got the impression like they cared about each other. But remember, he would give her like a little side kiss on the cheek. Mm -hmm. and then Adam's Family, it was a much more sexual undertone. Oh yeah, you're speaking throughout. French. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. You know? And, and it, it was always present. It was always there. Granted, that set the show apart, but I also feel like that's where it took it on a, I don't know, it just took it on, on, a, on a different level of- Well, were you, were you a fan of like the old Universal Monster movies as a oh, kid? certainly, certainly. Okay. I, have a, I have a poster of uh, uh, Return of the Invisible Man, an original. There we go. So I was too, but I could never, I, I remember questioning my dad when I was a kid, um, if grandpa is actually Count Dracula, how is he allowed to go out in daylight? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They never explained that. Yeah, that. How was he allowed to go out? And why did they misspell their name? Shouldn't it be the monsters, not the monsters? I don't understand this. And I was like, oh my Four. God, that is hysterical. You know, it is true. It's so funny you say that. Talk about they, like, blow that up. I never even caught on. They never caught on. They never explained why is grandpa allowed to go out? In fact, there were some scenes in the monster mobile where he's got sunglasses on. And I was like, well, that does that, does that, <laughs> that, that help? <laughs> is, that, is that like, you know, or he had, a, or he'll have an umbrella. I said, maybe, maybe that, maybe that helps. I don't know. Oh, that's a story. You know what's funny too is when they would have Grandpa turn into the bat. Uh huh. I mean, the, I mean, it literally looked like if you had like a stick with a piece of um, fishing line and you had that's all it was. Cat. Yeah, that's all it was. And, <laughs> it and was do, so. Do you remember? Do you remember the uh, the 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 crow in the in the in the um, cuckoo clock? Yes, I do. Who was the voice? Uncredited. No way. You know that? Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc was the... Mel Blanc was the voice of... By the way, hang on. Yes. Courtesy... He can't see this on an audio, but courtesy of John Cato. Mel Blanc's in a terrible car accident. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that my have, gosh. That I that's have framed on my, on my desk. I forgot I sent that to you. Yes, you that's did. Right. Mel Blanc hospitalized in, a, in serious condition. Oh, my yeah. gosh. What? And, a, and I have that. I have that. I, I don't know if that's morbid or what. 
But yeah, he was the voice. Of, he was the voice. Of, I don't know if it was a crow or a raven in, in yeah. the cuckoo clock, but he didn't. He got zero screen credit for it. Didn't it come? I mean, I'm trying, and I could be wrong. Maybe this is just in my memory. But did the crow like come out quite a ways from the cuckoo clock? His his head would come out. He'd be like, "Never more, never more." Right. Herman's a, Herman's a jerk. Right. Uh, and I remember one time he flew out. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> Something blew up and he flew out. I, you know, by the way, it's kind of funny we we're talking. Bob and I, uh, for anyone that's actually listening right now, but um, we By the way, it could, on... it could just be you and me. Nobody's <laughs> just you and me. But uh, we did one on the Brady Bunch, and the difference, too, with the Munster's House versus that is my impression of the Munster's House is you walk in, you see the staircase, and, and what was the monster under the... under the? Uh... Oh, that was Spot. He was a, Spot. He was a, he was a dragon. Yeah, Spot. I, I picture Spot. I picture the phone booth that would come out, which... By the way, if I, I ever that. had the opportunity. They would pull on yeah. the cord and the phone booth would come out. The best. I picture that. I picture the cuckoo clock. Then I picture an immediate, you know, uh, the stairs. And then you're in the living room. And then, of course, you can go down to um, Grandpa's uh, basement dungeon. Yeah. But honestly, outside of that, and, and I remember you would see their bedroom or whatever. But you never really got a sense of the, the enormity of the house. Or, or feeling whereas yeah. on the Brady Bunch you did I mean you definitely yeah. did you know it's just so you saw you, you saw the kitchen in in the Munster's house you saw oh, the I forgot about that often yes yeah yeah but that living room set was the primary one and by yeah. the way so so the dragon spot underneath the, the stairway yeah so if, if, if any of your fans and you do now have fans <laughs> exactly. if any of your fans can verify this I think Fred Gwynn was the voice of Spot growling? Oh my gosh! You know that a when, cool when the fire would come out and you hear that growl, that roar, that roar. I think that was Fred Gwynn. Oh, definitely want to research that. That but that's my wild. that's my voiceover ear hearing that, and I, th I think that's Fred Gwynn. Oh, would that be wild, Bob? If that turns out to be true, because I've never read anything about that before. Wow. Okay, well, we will wrap on that on Fred there Gwynn. There we go. Leave the audience going. Was it? I don't know. Um, but. Uh, yeah, thanks so much. My God, I, I, I mean, Bob, I, I've got a blast. This has been. Uh, if you want, to, if you want to do one on Leave It to Beaver, I have been in that house too. Okay, we might do that. We might have to do a few more. <laughs> I, 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 I will leave you with this: that I, I booked a cartoon because I knew that the Leave It to Beaver house had a payphone in it, and my pager went off when I was a tour guide, and I said to the driver, "I got to call my agent," and I, and I picked up the mic and I said. I got to go see if Mrs. Cleaver has some cookies for us. And I ran inside there and I, made, no. and I called my agent. And I think that's when I booked the cartoon Muppet Babies. Okay, that is a cool, cool story. You should change the show to what house has Bob been into? I've been, <laughs> in, the, I've been in the Playboy Mansion. We'll talk. Well, we will, we will definitely. Do. Okay, last thing. We'll end, it, we'll end it on this. Just curious. Did you know that the Munsters opening sequence was actually a spoof, apparently, on the Donna Reed show? Yes, yes, it was first season. When all of the, when, 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 when all the characters would come and kiss Lily on the yeah. way out. Yeah. So, you know, Marilyn got lunch and, and Herman got, lunch, got his lunchbox and, and, and Grandpa tries to take a bite out of her hand. Totally. Because that, that, the opening of, uh, of the Donna Reed show showed her doing the same thing at the staircase with all of her kids. Okay, okay, that it is why. It was absolutely uh, a spoof of that. And then I think season two and forward, they showed Herman smashing through the, the front door and everybody else in her, and grandpa with the, with, the, with the shovel. Why does he have a shovel? 
I don't, I know why he goes and digs up graves. I, I don't know. Why does yeah. he have a shovel? Yeah. That, that, because somebody's like, Oh God, give him the shovel. Yeah. They just threw it to him. Okay. Well, listen, we will definitely, I can tell you right now, we are going to be doing more of these together because you and I, we could do a marathon of podcasts Here we go. Uh, with these things. But anyway, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. I've had a ball. And, uh, this has been fun, and thank you for making it audio, not video. You guys, you, you guys, you people, you people don't know this, but we both look like crap today. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. Well, take it easy. You know, you and I will be talking soon. We will indeed. All right. Talk to you.